0: Today on Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast, the reason you will have marketing automation is to automate some of the things that are going on in your company, like syncing and moving data. But the reason you will have an email nurture program is to stay in front of them, to keep them updated, to get them engaged, to use the services that the public sector may be offering that particular user.
1: Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce cost and increase efficiencies. Marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host, Dion Jones of Enotics.
0: Welcome back to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. Today, I'm going to have John O'Keefe from the Oracle Marketing Cloud Continued our discussion where we'll be talking about the use cases for marketing automation specifically for the public sector. Hey, John, welcome back.
1: Hey, Dion. Thanks for having me back John.
0: No problem. So would you like to give me some background, John, on what you're seeing out there in the marketplace, customers or prospects you've been talking to and fill me in on what's happening and so I can address your use case questions.
1: Super. Yeah. Thanks, Dion. I've realized, right, marketing and government are two things that you know naturally do not go together right? Marketing is something we connect with the sale of something. When we market, we put out messages that hopefully result in sales and revenue. In government, while it's not about sales and providing leads to salespeople, there is another metric I've found, and that's efficiency. Are taxpayer dollars being wasted? Are the services being used? Are they easy to use? Do the people that can use these services know they exist and how to use them? This is where automation and nurturing can come in. But what I'm finding, unlike the private sector, what's not always apparent is how marketing automation, nurturing can be used. I'd like to start right there, Dion. How can government agencies full of these great services determine their use cases for marketing automation? Great question.
0: Let me share two use cases. And I have several others to share in a future podcast. First. Let me define what use case means for those who may not know what that is. We use a lot of terminology in our industry, John, and sometimes people may not know what we mean. (laughs) A use case is how you actually will use something, a product, a service, or whatever it may be. So today we'll talk about how you can use marketing automation. So use case number one, syncing data with the CRM. I believe this is a fundamental thing that should happen in all marketing automation integrations we've seen several public sector companies or organizations not have this particular step done for various reasons. Right. So what you get out of this is several things, but I'll cover the the quick ones, the home runs as we call it, or quick wins. Thanks. It's one, having data sync from the CRM into the market automation system allows the marketing system to understand how far a prospect might be in the buying process or the review process or the usage process Some public sector companies or organizations store various different data points depending on what they're offering. So in the case of a webinar, for example, you can see if someone attended a webinar, if someone reached out to them and asked questions to follow with the webinar, all that can be pushed and moved back into the CRM, into the marketing automation system. The other powerful part is the marketing automation system can also sync with that contact in the CRM. The opens, the clicks, the activities that they've been doing on the website, how they registered for a webinar, how they attended it, how they opened the email, how they clicked through it. The final one that's really powerful is you can score all of these activities and you can score their profile. So if this is a senior person in a financial services company that is in your database, you can score them because they have a certain title, a certain role. You also can score their activities, meaning their behavior or their digital body language as they visit your website, hey, this particular person at X company or X financial services company clicks through our emails, clicks through three different emails in the last month versus another person might not have clicked through an email in the last six months. So person A in my example can get a higher score for engagement, person B would get a lower score for engagement, although they both may score at the same level for their profile. So the scoring mechanism is using a two character variable. For example, A people who score A through D. So A is a high-scoring person on a profile fit, and then the second variable or that character is a numeric variable, one through four. And someone who scores a one is someone who's fully engaged, and someone who scores a four is not as engaged as someone who scored a one. So you have a A one is better than a D four, for example. Interesting.
1: Yeah. No, that's and it's funny. I find many of the clients I've talked to, they do have trouble actually integrating. There's CRM with Elqua, um, and this is great. This is a great explanation, obviously, of the importance of, of connecting those two systems. Still, I think when I talk to customers, it's like, okay, great, that's neat, but why do I actually need to send these type of messages? I'm not doing exactly. any sales like a financial services company. I'm not you know, selling insurance policies, And but how does it translate?
0: Yeah. So that can translate into our second use case, which is called a multi-step email nurture campaign. And what we mean by multi-step is like we talked about in our last ep- our last episode of the podcast, where a lot of companies, public sector organizations are batching and blasting emails. So the reason that you would want to use something that's a multi-step, if you feel it's important to email someone anything at all, you should think about does this email or can this email be taken in a way to allow it to be sent in a multi-step or a multi-step nurture fashion. Can I send something today? Follow up on the people who didn't click or open the email in about three days or, or a week from now. Or maybe you send something this month and then two weeks later you send something else and then maybe two weeks after there send another thing. Just to let them know, hey, we're here to help you. If you like to use our services, we're here. Here's some things you may not have known. And the reason you do that is because most people are busy. You can't tell everyone everything at one time. The same reason why our podcast is the format that it is, short, quick, to the point, and then we do multiple ones versus to have a 30 or 40 minute podcast might be too much at one time. Email lends itself to that. So sum that up is basically the reason you will have marketing automation is to automate some of the things that are going on in your company, like syncing and moving data. But the reason you will have an email nurture program is to stay in front of them, to keep them updated, to get them engaged, to use the services that the public sector may be offering that particular user.
1: Thanks, Dean. I appreciate this. It's been very helpful, and I look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you, John, for attending. That's
0: it for this episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enautics.com. That's enautics.com spelled dot com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email it to questions at enotics.com, and we will answer it in the next podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in next time.
1: We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic.